Back for day two of the interview with Marcus Crawford, the owner and operator of Brorito's Food Truck in New Jersey. Our conversation today continues with a discussion of maintenance and keeping the food truck on the road and not in the repair shop. Welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business coach, author of five food truck vending books, including Food Truck 101 and Food Truck 201. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So let's start about some of those challenges. You, you said you did the uh, soup man, and I think that led to your first experience as a food trailer, wasn't it? Yeah. So so I worked within the soup man organization. Um, that was my nine to five job for a couple of years. And uh, they had a really, really good soup product, you know, and it stemmed from, you know, there's a whole Seinfeld episode about the owner. Uh, you know, they call him a soup Nazi. He, you know, we didn't really like going by that, but that's what became famous with it. Right. You know, the no soup for you. So realistically, this guy that this brand was built around had people lined up around the block in frigid cold weather in New York City. So, you know, it had to be good. Right. And to me, they had there was a there was a gap where we have this brand, you have that episode, which is 90s, mid-90s, early 90s. I mean, you have us in the, you know, 2010 plus era that weren't necessarily connected to it. And being within the organization, you know, I was like, hey, you know, food trucks are really hot right now. Maybe there's room to take, you know, create a truck and we can do events to kind of start reintroducing this brand to people in a grassroots way. But it was just an idea. And it was an idea that I pitched to, you know, the ownership and the executives of the company. Um, and the idea that I believed in. So when they said that they wanted to do it, I said, okay, cool, great idea, but I want to run it. I want to own it and I want to run it. So to kind of be like a franchisee. Um, and that's how I got my foot in the door, actually starting operations of a food truck with that trailer. So it was your idea for him to branch out into having a, a franchise, I guess? Yeah. Into a mobile franchise. They had did they did franchises before okay. and they had a really good pop. And then again, around like that 08 era, like some of their stories just didn't pan out, they didn't make out. But in actually doing like a mobile franchise opportunity, that was yeah, that was my idea. Okay. So how did that work out as far as everything to do with the food trailer service and, and the, the communication between you and the franchisor? How did that work? So it was super simple because, again, I mean, I was, it was a small organization. I think there was probably six or seven of us in their corporate office. Right. Um, you know, they had big warehouse production, so they produced the soups in mass, and they had a simplified process. All you needed was, you know, a steamer. You know, the steamer, get it up to temp, serve it out, ladle in a bowl, ladle in a cup. Super simple. Add like a sandwich or salad element to it. So that was a, a part of keeping things simple, mm-hmm. streamlining things, um, and it worked out you know, easily for, for my, again, for myself and for my team. Um, and it also taught us what we wanted to do when we started moving into open burritos. We wanted to keep that same streamlined process, keep things simple and kind of like, you know, we're, we're looking like, okay, we want to grow into, let's say the big boys, man, the Chipotle's, right. the Chick-fil-A's, 
the the Shake Shacks, like what are they doing that, you know, smaller businesses don't do or don't pay attention to? Everyone I just named, they're streamlined. There's a process, there's a product, there's people, everything is streamlined. They don't, you know, try to do too many things. So cool. Let's let's try to focus on doing what they do, but let's just do it our way. So yeah, that experience with Suitman helped us to, to open burritos and, and have that mindset. And so let's talk about that transition then from Suitman into burritos. What made you make that decision? So they Suitman started having some some issues on their company side financially. You know, they weren't able to produce the product that we needed. So therefore, we don't have the product. Now we're in a bad situation right. because as a franchisee. If you go to McDonald's, you can't get a McDonald's burger. People are going to look at you crazy. Right? So people are coming to us to Soupman for Soupman Soup, but we don't have Soupman Soup. So our numbers start teetering off. You know, there were some other things going on. We had already kind of mentally made our mind up the year before that, hey, we're going to run this year as, as long as we can, as much as we can. But we're going to start developing our own concept. Right. So about summertime, I can't think of the year right now, but somewhere in the summertime, we were having a conversation with another food truck guy and we, we ended up creating the name. And then that following winter, which is generally downtime in New Jersey, that's when we started to develop the brand of Burritos. When did y'all open then officially for Burritos? 2016. 2016. Yeah, 2015, we bought, the end of 2015, we bought our first truck. We started to gut it out ourselves and then like, it's wintertime, so it's freezing. So whenever we got nice days, we're in there doing work. But then once things start warming up, we kind of finished out the build out on that. And then we got it running in 2016. May, May 2016 was our first event. So that, that's a good story in and of itself. There are a lot of food truck owners that do exactly what you described. They either get a trailer or a truck and get it and do as much work as they can on their own. Right. So the work, did you guys have to contract out because you legally couldn't do it? Um, None. Really? Uh, none. So, so it wasn't about uh, legally couldn't do it. It's more like we just can't do it, like physically. Right. Everything on our truck is is to the standard that are the rules for New Jersey. So we didn't have to legally, it wasn't a, a problem with anything. Only thing, let's say the suppression system, That w- that's something that we, we just can't do. Right. right. But the electrical, the water, the, the wastewater, the fresh water, the sinks, the steam table. Again, like I said, we, we have a very simple setup. So we have a steam table. We have a griddle. We don't have any fryers. So we had to run a gas line through all of that stuff. We were able to do um, ourselves. Uh, my, my uncle's a contractor. Um, he has a business called Bryant Contracting in New Jersey. And basically he would he was building a house. He would come and say, hey, look, this is what we got to do. Uh, we work on it. Anytime we had hiccups, we call him. He, <laughs> you know, he come with his contracting experience, help us out. Um, and that, that's how we built that truck, man. I mean, it was just literally us doing it ourselves, figuring it out, and listening to my uncle. So literally, you're from the ground up on on Burritos. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's fantastic. So once you guys have the truck built out, how long did it take you from purchasing the truck to being able to open? Again, just struck based on the seasonality of New Jersey and we were doing this outside. We bought the truck in December mm-hmm. and we did our first event in May. It's still really good. Yeah. So but you know, in December, January, February, we weren't really doing much, you know, in all uh-huh. honesty. Uh but once the weather started breaking in that March, April area, that's when we started to work. And then yeah, we were able to launch and uh, we, we did the first event May. 21st is coming to my head in East Hanover. Uh, and the reason I remember that is because it's our first event. And as soon as the event ended, we went to start the truck. It wouldn't start. <laughs> in there. <laughs> 
So everything worked out inside. We had a great service. Truck had an issue. Yeah, that was that was one <laughs> that was its own own situation. But oh yeah, it yeah. happens, and it pops up a lot more than people would realize. Because your personal automobile may break down maybe once a year, maybe. But food yeah. trucks seem to break down more frequently than that. I mean, you know, it, honestly, in, in my experience, what I, I think that my trucks will have one major breakdown per year. Right. One. The other stuff is maintenance. If you take care of your truck like you take care of your personal car, you won't have that many problems out of it. But if you don't really pay attention to it. <laughs> That's you're the key. Gonna run, you're you're going to run into some, some problems, and those problems become expensive because when you have problems with your food truck, that means you have to close close shop. You have to take days off. Um, so not only are you losing money on fixes, but you're losing money on opportunity. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you take care of it, at least from our experience, we, we realize, hey, at least once a year, we may have a big hiccup. Um, and we've had a couple of years where we've had no issue. So it's like, just take care of the trucks. Maintenance, 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 maintenance. That is one of the things that's really hard to get across to people because a lot of new folks with no experience in a restaurant, it's hard to get them to maintain the cooking equipment, let alone, you know, the tow vehicle or, or the actual truck itself. Right. right. It's certainly a challenge. And I'm glad to hear you, hear you say that you addressed that. Just kind of keeping on that particular uh, avenue. So you have a, a second truck now as, as well, correct? Yeah, we have two trucks now. Right. Do you have um like an ongoing maintenance program for those? Um, so we're we're building it out. Realistically, it's like oil changes. We're, we we focus primarily on the oil changes and the generator oil changes, and then in our off season, we'll we'll take our generators and get those like tuned up. Right. So the generators tuned up in the off season when things are quiet. Um, any other things that we may feel like are off balance, you know, sounds that we hear, stuff like that, we'll address those when we have like downtime. But we primarily focus on making sure the oil is changed um, and making sure the generator oil is changed because those are pretty, pretty much the two heartbeats. And if you don't right. have one of those, we got problems. Exactly. And it's like you said before, it's the same maintenance you put into your personal vehicle. Right. So I'm sure you guys also look at the tires from time to time to make sure they're not get too treadbare. And take take a look at tires. And tires don't they don't wear down that fast, from my experience. Um, but yeah, always eyeing, you know, just taking an eye, taking a little walk around the truck, making sure everything is where it's supposed to be. And if something seems like it's off, let's, let's bring it to the attention of, you know, upper management and let's, let's address it as soon as possible. Um, my biggest thing is being proactive versus reactive. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause if you're proactive you could save yourself a lot of headaches and a lot of money, but when you're reactive now, you know, the fire is started and you got to find a way to put it out. Yeah, that's for sure. And I'll tell my folks, I don't want you to be a fireman. <laughs> Do not want you to be a fireman. <laughs> not a lot of fun. Tomorrow we'll be back and we'll be talking about how Burritos survived 2020 and managed to open a second food truck as well as a storefront. Thank you so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you're finding all the information helpful to your food truck business, please become a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. Join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We have a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels, from brand new beginners to decades-old veterans. They've all got your back when it comes to helping you with your food truck. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know i got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business grow.